Hello everyone, welcome back to That Tech Enthusiast podcast and today we are going to be talking about some tech news as well as the iPhone uh, iPhone SE 2 that has just been released. We're going to be going over the specs on that. Um, and as part of the tech news we'll also be discussing an iPhone bug or a bus in, bug in iOS. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started, and the first thing that we're going to talk about is the iPhone SE and its specs. So, um, obviously, like, uh, like I think it was like the day before, or well, maybe not the day before the launch, but near the launch, they ended up changing the name. So originally it was going to be called the iPhone 9, and I've discussed it uh, before, all the leaked specs, um, back when it was called the iPhone 9, but now it's called the iPhone SE, so... Yeah, and here are the actual specs for it. So from what I can tell, it comes in three colours, black, white, and then a red colour. Um, you can choose from 64 gigs, 128, or 256 gigabytes of storage. Um, its display is 4.7 inches. It has a Retina HD display. It's LCD, um, 326 PPI. Uh, fingerprint resistance olive coating. I don't know how to say that. Okay, I can't say that. Um, but yeah, it's got an A A13 or A13 bionic chip, third generation neural engine. That's something to do with phone chips that I don't understand. Um, rated IPS 67, maximum depth of one meter up to 30 minutes. So that's pretty that's pretty good like I never really like trust those anyway I don't take my phone underwater I mean mine doesn't have an IPS rating but even if it did I don't think I would take it underwater just because I don't know I just wouldn't trust it it's got a 12 so now onto camera 12 megapixel wide camera um digital zoom up to five times portrait lighting with six effects natural studio Contour, I don't know how to say that. Stage, stage mono, high key light, high key light mono, and then optical image stabilization. Um, LED, it's got, an, yeah, it's got a flash, flashlight, which is kind of just normal at, at this stage. 4K video recording at 20, 24 FPS, 30 FPS, or 60 FPS. I don't know why it says it like can do it at different. I guess maybe it just depends on what you're recording or something. I don't know. Um, 1080p HD video recording at 30 or 60 frames a second. 720p at 30 frames. Which is kind of surprising. I would have thought at 720p you would have been able to get it to uh, a higher frame rate. But apparently not. Because, you know, 4K it says you can record at 60. So why not 720p at 60? Hmm. Um slow-mo and all that sort of stuff time lapse that's all there uh with the front camera or as i like to call it the selfie camera um so it's a seven megapixel camera it's um got a bunch of those effects again with portrait lighting with six effects which i've already gone over 1080p hd light no not lighting 1080p hd video recording at 30 frames a second um 
it's got flash, how's it got flash, I think that's like a digital flash, um, touch ID, so yeah, that's something which a lot of people might be interested in, because it's got the button again, so, I know on the iPads with buttons, you can still use the gestures, so I wonder if you can use the gestures on the iPhone, on this new iPhone as well, even though it's got a button, that'll be interesting to see. So yeah, fingerprint, and obviously it's got Touch ID, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah, um, it's still got lightning, uh, oh yeah, power and battery, so it lasts about the same as the iPhone 8, apparently, this is just on their website, apparently it's about, about the same as iPhone 8, um, video playback up to 13 hours, video playback streamed up to 8 hours, audio playback 40 hours, fast charge capable up to 50% in 30 minutes, with an 18 watt adapter or higher sold separately, um, and obviously built in battery, so non-removable, but when is that surprising, it's Apple, wireless charging, works with QI chargers, charging via USB to compute system or power adapter, okay. Um, if anybody's interested in the sensors, it's got the Touch ID sensor, a barometer, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, 3-axis gyro, uh, accelerometer, proximity sensor, and an ambient light sensor. Um, and yeah, just it's just got iOS on it. I think it even has a headphone jack. Oh. No, 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 no. It does not have a headphone jack. That's a shame. I still have hopes for a headphone jack, because I personally think that headphone jacks are helpful, you know? Not everybody wants to have to buy wireless earphones, um, or have the money to buy wireless earphones. Also, in case you can't tell, um, this, I've, I'm recording this um, soon after I've woken up, so I might sound a bit tired, um, and also... I have got I have got really bad hay fever at the moment, so I don't think I sound as best as I normally do. My voice just sound a bit croaky, I think. Um so yeah, that's really it. It comes with earphones with the lightning adapter thingy. But yeah, it, I mean it looks like an alright phone if you're like an iPhone user that wants um, the wants something cheaper, not always flagship level. I mean, I saw a photo comparison, and it looked um, like a photo comparison of of the iPhone SE um, versus the iPhone 11 Pro, or I can't remember if it was a Pro model or not, but th- it looked really good. Um, they looked very similar, and I could not tell the difference between them. And... So yeah, the camera must definitely be decent, which is interesting. Um, and with regarding the price, actually, it's two hundred and seventy nine if you have a trade in, um, which some people might obviously, and then four hundred and nineteen if you don't have a trade in. And as far as I know, you can even trade in some Android phones as well. Um. Well, I know you can, on with Samsung, you can trade in iPhones, so I'm assuming you can, hang on, choose your model. No, what? Okay, apparently you can only trade in iPhones, 
or you can do other models. Oh, okay, right. So if you want to do something that is a like a really old iPhone or a um or an Android, you have to choose other models and then they will just go to recycling, which I'm assuming the um older models will the other models will have anyway. But then depending on your capacity Oh no, it only does 16 gigs. That's strange. I thought they did Android, but apparently not. Um, so yeah, you can't trade in with i with uh, you can't trade in Android phones for an iPhone, which is really surprising actually. Um, I'm assuming they just go with trading it in. They either recycle them or refurbish them. Maybe depending on which model it is. Like let's say. I know this would be really stupid, but let's say you're trading in your iPhone 11 for this new iPhone SE. Um, I would refurbish that if I were Apple. Because, like, there are still a lot of people that are going to want it. And obviously, I I doubt a lot of people are going to trade in, I guess. But it also gives people a chance to get get a cheaper option uh, for a still decent phone, if you know what I mean. But anyway, so um, you may have heard in the intro, there is, there's been two of these before that I know of, um, but there's another one, and the headline is, iPhone text bomb can crash iOS 13 with just a string of letters, and yeah, this has happened before, um, so basically what happens is, is if you receive a message with these letters in, with these symbols, and I think there's also an emoji included in there, it's a it's a character from another language, and then the Italian flag emoji can cause um, anything running iOS 13 to break, including iPhones, iPads, Macs, and Apple Watches. So I guess it's also iPadOS and macOS, which is interesting. And it's... So it's not if you open the message okay it's only when you receive the notification so t- t- so if you were to protect yourself from this which i don't really think you need to and i'll get on to why later if you were if you did want to though you would just turn off notifications and well then you wouldn't be able to open your messages so you know i wouldn't do it because once you've got it you've basically yeah. Well, it isn't always lethal, so I should probably explain what it is first. So it will sometimes it can simply just um close the messaging app, and then you can just re it, reopen it, and no problem. But apparently, the iPhone itself can also be forced to shut down, and oh, apparently it's actually on any notification. So if you get these symbols on any notification, so if somebody sends you like a Facebook messenger and your notification pops up saying so-and-so sent you a message and then it shows the message, um, that will potentially cause your phone to shut down. So yeah, but I really, so like I said, I'll go over why I don't think you should turn off notifications and stuff like that. So first of all, if somebody texts it to you then something is probably going to happen when you open the message messaging app that they texted you it on anyway. So there's really no point in turning off notifications. Chances are it's not even going to um, affect 
you. If somebody, it's very unlikely somebody will text it to you. And then it's also very unlikely that it will affect your phone in a bad way. That will mean you can never use it again. Um, I'm pretty sure when it gets forced to shut down, it will then just restart and then be fine again. I guess if somebody spammed you with them, it would be bad, but just don't do that, and then you won't have a problem, and yeah, sure, people can be annoying, I guess, so you've just gotta, I don't know, I don't really know what you can do, just don't do it in the first place, I guess, just, <laughs> if you're annoying, just don't do it, um, yeah, so just, the best thing to do is probably, I know this is kind of like a, a bit hypocritical, because I'm kind of telling you, so I would say, just don't tell people about it and then they won't send it to you and then obviously that's a bit hypocritical because I'm obviously just telling people this right now but I don't know this is kind of what I do just give you the tech news so can't blame me um I'm not sure who discovered it but there is a tweet by everything apple pro who is a youtuber um and yeah, as far as I can tell, the I don't think the bug is actually that bad. There's been one that's happened in 2015 and then another one in 2018. Um, both of those, well, all three of them, with different um, characters causing the bug. And I'm pretty sure if you're on an older iOS version, it won't, it won't have the... Um, it won't make this bug. I just find it interesting how I never hear about this on Android. Like, why? Because iOS is like it. It's an op. It just doesn't make sense because, like, I personally prefer Android, but like, I still think that iOS is still a, like quality and whatever security. I still think iOS is good. I just so I don't really understand how these bugs happen because like obviously it must be like somehow in the operating system for you to receive the message on a notification it must somehow like the programmers must somehow have been aware of these characters and have like programmed them into messages and if you're using the Apple keyboard into the Apple keyboard you know like I don't know too much about programming but especially a mo- uh, especially a mobile operating system, but surely they must have been aware that these characters kind of existed and like put them into like the Apple keyboard and whatever. So I wonder if if you send it to yourself or even just type it in, it causes the bug. Because I know with one of them, I think it was the one in 2018. If you just typed those in, like if you put them in notes, it would just crash. And then you wouldn't be able to open the notes. It was really interesting. Um, and yeah, this I find these sort of bugs interesting. Um, this just highlights, I guess, in some ways how in some areas of technology, we are so secure and like the security is really good. Like I know um, Apple, um, like privacy and stuff, they were um, really highlighting how um good the privacy is on ios and all that sort of thing i remember that when they were doing that and i think that um 
I just find it interesting how, because privacy and security are kind of similar, I find it interesting how this is kind of, how this sort of bug can exist when they thought it was so private and secure and whatever, their phones, and their iPads and their Macs and everything. I mean, even the 7th gen iPod, and there's a reason I'm uh, mentioning the iPod. Um, there's going to be a new That Tech Enthusiast Extras video. I've renamed that Tech Enthusiast Shorts to That Tech Enthusiast Extras, by the way, because I think it sounds better. Uh, there's going to be a video on there explaining... Well, actually, no, it's also a podcast. It's going to be a, just a mini-episode of me explaining why I think iPods are the best... Um, are the best Apple product, in my opinion, obviously. And so, yeah, um, I'm pre-recording it today, but it will actually release on Wednesday... Um, yeah, it'll release on Wednesday, which is in five days, and yeah, go and watch it if you're, or listen to it, if it's out yet. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this iPhone thing, it's just interesting, and I don't really understand how and why these errors are caused, but yeah, it is what it is. Moving on to Nintendo now, um, Nintendo um, are addressing a major security breach and are encouraging fans to take new security steps because there have been reported incidents of unauthorised access to user accounts, um, that referring obviously to Nintendo IDs or Nintendo Network IDs, what are they called? Yeah, Nintendo Network ID or just Nintendo account. Um, so Nintendo are encouraging people to take extra security steps because including things like two-factor authentication which I think on some things can be helpful and then on some things is just a pain. I like Fortnite's approach to it where if you turn on 2FA you will actually get a um a dance in game. I kind of like that approach and it'd be cool if other games did that as well because I think it would, well not necessarily a dance but just some sort of cosmetic or something in the game because that would, I think that would encourage people to be honest. And then also you have to have, uh, to gift people you have to have 2FA on which, yeah it's just, yeah I mean I'm, I know we've already gone off topic but this is kind of still on topic to be honest. I think two-factor authentication can be annoying, but it can help if somebody else is trying to get into your account. Unless they have access to the device that you've set up to receive, like, the message or whatever. It is still a very helpful feature to have when somebody's trying to hack your account. And But anyway, back to Nintendo. The gaming company have said that um, they are going to continue to investigate recent incidents of unauthorised access to Nintendo accounts, but apparently there is no evidence of its database's servers or services being breached. Now, obviously, Animal Crossing is very big right now, so I would imagine people are going to potentially want to buy more Nintendo Switches and Nintendo Switch Lights, um, because, you know, they've heard about this amazing game, Animal Crossing, which I haven't played yet, and they want to play it because it seems that like everyone's playing it plus like we're all in isolation so 
like sales were going to go up anyway, but now they're going to go up even more because of this good game. Well, apparently it's good. I don't know. I still don't think it's my sort of game. But anyway, I don't really understand what there is on a Nintendo account that hackers and people like that could want, though. So what I mean by that is, like, when you're hacking into someone's bank account, I understand, like, it's definitely not the right thing to do, but I understand why they're doing it, because they want money. But if you're hacking into just a Nintendo account, what's on there that they could possibly want? Like, okay, maybe they just want data, but I think there are more discreet ways of collecting data, like, on websites and stuff, than just going straight up and hacking into someone's account, so I still don't understand why people do that other than maybe just to cause terror but yeah they're just they want people to activate to uh two-step verification which is kind of understandable um but yeah uh they've said okay as part of their statement they said during the investigation in order to deter further attempts of unauthorized signings we will not reveal more information about our meth- about the methods employed to gain unauthorized access so could that and I'm, i know this is kind of a bit of a speculation but could that mean that um there is a method which you could very easily repeat yourself just the average person at home and let's hope you're at home because we're all in lockdown right now so you should be unless you're going on your daily walk um, could there just be an easy, like a super easy way to get into someone's account? You know, like those old cheat codes where it's like up, down, up, up, down, whatever. I can't remember it, but you know, like that sort of thing. Imagine if it was that easy to get into people's accounts. And I doubt it is something like that, but there is still a chance that it's not necessarily something like that, but just something that is still fairly easy to do, if you know what I mean. But I don't know. I'm not a cybersecurity expert. I'm a tech enthusiast. Um, but yeah, that's really all I've got to say on that topic, I think. Just, yeah, make sure you've got, if you have a Nintendo account, I do because I have a Switch, then just make sure two-factor authentication is on, although I forgot my password. <laughs> but yeah, I'll try and enable that at some point. But yeah. Anyway, I think that's all we're going to go over today because I need to go and now um, record a that tech enthusiast shorts. No, that tech enthusiast extras video or episode podcast thing. So I'm gonna go and do that. Like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram if you want to. And thank you for people that are watching it and listening to this. Um. Recently on YouTube, I've been getting more views. I'm pretty sure we hit 60 listens on podcast platforms. So things like Spotify, iTunes, well, not iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts, but you know, you get what I mean. So that's, I guess that's kind of a big achievement. Well, maybe not a big achievement, but for me it is definitely an achievement. And yeah, thank you for enjoying my podcast. If you, uh, Well, hopefully you enjoy it. Thank you for listening anyway. And um, any support you could do really does help. 
um obviously i don't get money for this but it just makes me feel it makes me feel happy and everybody could feel ha- uh wants to feel happy in these times so yeah i don't know that's a terrible advertisement <laughs> oh well